So this is a little bit different to what I normally do. It's based on a live call we did last week with a few other podcasters. But what I've done is I've actually extracted the bit that I find is actually the most important. So this is going out first and I'll release uh, immediately the full episode if you're interested in listening to that. And the reason being, you know, we're talking about, you know, like if people get vaccinated, but also about um, Parkinson's, type 1, uh, diabetes, uh, brain tumour growth, myocarditis, and how it can be reversed. And that's why I believe it's worth putting this uh, shorter episode out. Uh, this podcast is independent. I've got a lot of costs associated with it. So if you'd like to support me by buying me a beer or coffee once a month, you can do that awakeningpodcast.org slash support. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. This for everybody, if you haven't seen this. In June of 2020, a scientist named Carlo Brogna, B-R-O-G-N-A, out of Italy, conducted a study on all Italy patients around Italy in multiple cities. They PCR tested everybody, those who were positive and were sick from multiple cities. They took their blood, urine, and feces, and then in the same cities, they found those that tested negative for COVID. They took those patients' blood, urine, and feces, and they ran them for animal venom proteins. They wanted to know, is there animal venoms in these people like China's researchers and the French researchers were saying was the cause of COVID? Animal venoms from snakes. So they ran their blood, urine, and feces, and they published their findings in June of 2020. They found 36 different animal venoms in COVID patients' bodies, 20 different snake venoms, 16 different marine shellfish creatures, including starfish and cone snail venoms. That's what they published. Do you know that during this pandemic, in biological weapons labs and pharmaceutical research labs and universities around the world, do you know the same listed 36 venoms found in COVID-19 patients in that study? are being singularly injected into animals all over the world to see what they do in the human body, in a mammal. And they, are, they have published that king cobra's venom, that was one of the venoms found in the COVID patients, cone snail venoms when they inject that into animals, they have been able to create you for you three people on this call. Did you know they have created in animals during the pandemic? Parkinson's, exposing these animals to injected venoms. They can create Parkinson's in less than 72 hours. They also published they can create brain tumors called glioblastomas in less than 72 hours. And do you know that's the number one published brain cancer right now worldwide? Even before the shots came out and now after, even in young people, glioblastomas, people are dying of. All right, so they can create these things and they can also create type 1 diabetes in 72 hours or less. And they can create viral myocarditis in animals in 72 hours. The reason why I bring this up is in these studies, all four of these conditions, and I'll ask you guys, how many of those conditions are reversible supposedly per the medical profession? Can you reverse Parkinson's per the medical profession? No. Can you reverse type 1 diabetes? No, they tell you you can't. Can you reverse brain tumor growth in the brain called glioblastomas. Can you reverse it? No, you have to cut it out or do radiation. You can't reverse it. And then what about myocarditis? That has a 70% death rate in five years. They don't say you can reverse that either. All right, so you've got four irreversible mammal diseases 
that they are creating simply by injecting the same venoms Carlo Bragna published was in all COVID patients early on during the pandemic. During this pandemic, they are researching what is the effects of these venoms we call COVID in mammals so that they can design drugs to treat you in the future. This is what they're doing. They're just experimenting on us. All right, so in every one of these published studies, you three, can you guess what the antidote was? Every single one of these research studies that are all different studies, different researchers, they all use just one thing to reverse, this is not a joke, to reverse Parkinson's, type 1 diabetes, brain tumors, and glioblastomas in 72 hours. They can create them in 72 hours by injecting you with venom, and then they know how to reverse it in 72 hours when they give you something else. Can any of you guess what that antidote is? Is it still the hydrogen peroxide? Nope, but good guess. Hmm, let's see. What would be an antidote to venoms? The venom D3? Very good guess, but nope. You're doing great. These are all great answers. And these are all things you've mentioned so far that I do recommend to people to do on a weekly basis. It's an herb. I can't remember an herb. It's a plant. It's actually a nutrient found in plants. You are right. Because what happens is I can't remember the name, but it helps when you when you ingest this nutrient from that plant, it helps it go into it's kind of like it helps our nerves and since this venom also attacks our nerves so then that's the counter that's the antidote it is the antidote and so i may i may go ahead and explain this to you know do you know that last month the nih published in may of 2023 they published a study titled sars-cov-2's ectodomain of the spike protein so the outside of the spike protein targets alpha-7 nicotinic acetylcholine receptors. So they published that, oh, and in the very first paragraph, the NIH says that the spike protein of COVID is identical to snake venom neurotoxins. That's what they published. This ain't something I made up. They know that's what they're using. So they publish it in there. So I want you to know, they say that it targets, these snake venom neurotoxins target alpha-7 nicotinic acetylcholine receptors from the name of the receptor can you guess what the antidote is nicotine it is nicotine in every one of these studies they inject the animals with nicotine and reverse the glioblastoma tumor in the brain type 1 diabetes parkinson's and viral myocarditis in less than 72 hours and they publish it every time and they give you your doses and do you know In January of 2023, this is where all the hope comes in. You ready? They published a study in a high-level Navy admiral of 37 years, currently still active, sent me an article by text two weeks ago and said, you have got to see this. The government tried to bury it. You might as well have it. January 2023, there's a published study of four case studies of people living with long-hauler COVID symptoms for the last two years. So these included loss of taste and smell for over a year, uh, tinnitus ringing in their ears, dizziness, headaches, myocarditis, and arrhythmias of the heart. And these four cases in this published study, there was a study done with these four extreme cases. 
They used one thing for six days only. They treated these patients for six days with one thing. And they wanted to see what it reverse and how much of it would it reverse all of the long hauler COVID symptoms created by these neurological venom spike proteins they call COVID. Six days, all that they gave them was a seven milligram nicotine patch to wear for six days. And then after six days, they were told to stop it. And then they did a follow-up six months later to find out how much of their symptoms are still gone. Well, after six days, 90% of all their symptoms by day three and four of using a nicotine patch were all gone. Just one nicotine patch, all gone. By day 14, so they stopped using the nicotine patch on day six. By day 14, so six or what is that? Eight, uh, six days later, eight days later, they discovered every single symptom had disappeared completely, all of them. After six months of a follow-up without ever doing another nicotine product, all symptoms had still never returned. Do you want what's credible about that? How many of you have heard one medical doctor reference this study to anybody worldwide besides me? And the truth is, I don't give a crap what you think about nicotine. They are studying nicotine worldwide. Nicotine as an antidote to all of these venom-based side effects that create disease and destruction and death. They are figuring out how to do it. And they've, they've known this was the antidote all along. And if you haven't figured this out, what, have the, what, did, the, what did Joe Biden's administration say last week that they were going to do with all tobacco industry manufacturers in America for the first time ever? Did you read this? Did you hear about it? Joe Biden announced his administration is going to be the very first to restrict and limit how much nicotine is allowed in tobacco products for American citizens. Did you hear that they banned Juul e-cig cigarette sales that just manufactures nicotine strict cartridges? They've banned those for sale in, in the United States. Did you see England, Australia, New Zealand, and Canada, and America all at once? Two months after my Watch the Water documentary dropped, did you see they all announced health initiatives for their citizens that they were going to create a tobacco-free country by the year 2030? Do you want to know why? It's all a setup. They have realized somebody, thank God, not just me, figured out the nicotine was the antidote. But oh my God, a whole there weren't very many people talking about it in the medical fields, but there was enough of it being projected around the world for things like in the Watch the Water documentary series, the Covenom 19 series, where we were able to get this information out. We are saving the lives, restoring the lives of people worldwide. And before any of you start wondering, has Dr. Artis lost his mind? Nicotine is addictive and toxic and deadly. You know, the title of this show at the bottom is called You Are Being Deceived. Do you know all of you have been lied to about nicotine for the last 50 years? Do you know that nicotine is not addictive? I mean, do you know that? Did you know that Harvard in 2015 conducted a study, an animal study to find out just how addictive is nicotine? Because they were curious compared to other things like cocaine, sugar, and other stuff. You know that in that animal study, they couldn't get a single animal to be addicted to nicotine. So Harvard decided to do a FOIA request of the tobacco giants in our country and wanted all from the 1970s and 80s is what they received. In the 70s, they figured out, it's not a joke. They figured out in the papers that tobacco industries had private meetings and found that nicotine was not addictive enough for people to keep buying their cigarettes. 
So they actually hired chemists to add chemicals to the tobacco plant and nicotine to make it addictive. And they found out in the 70s what's the greatest, most addictive chemical to add to nicotine and tobacco plants to finally make their product addictive. And it was a drug, a chemical called pyrazines. And so Harvard published that in 2015 that nicotine's not addictive. Pyrazines make it addictive. Also, it's, uh, I've discovered recently, I didn't know this, but the FDA has actually approved 600 chemicals for the tobacco industry to add to their tobacco products. And did you guys know here on this, did you know that nicotine's not only in tobacco? If I asked any of you, I don't know if you guys uh, believe in God or creator or anything like that. But, tomato, tomato, and, uh, and you know, yeah. Nicotine and tomatoes, potatoes, celery, cauliflower, eggplant, every nightshade vegetable has it. Green tomatoes have 10 times more nicotine than red tomatoes. So nicotine is also in our vegetables. Well, how many of you knew that? And then the next question should be, why would God put that in there? <laughs> why would God put nicotine in our veggies? And then why would he put nicotine receptors in every cell of our body? I did not know this. Every cell of our body, including our immune cells, like our antibodies, our T cells that help fight infections and, and ward off cancers, they're all lined with nicotine receptors and nicotine turns them on to make them function. You turn on the receptor cell and then the cell knows how to function. Venoms are antagonistic and shut off the nicotine receptor and then the cell stops working. This is what they're doing. They're manipulating our physiology with venoms, unfortunately. Thank you so much. You, your work has been very helpful to my family in the Philippines and to a lot of Filipinos because my, my sister is very active in sharing it. And I also met someone from Switzerland and he always tells me on how many times he used that uh, formula of yours for the mouth. So when he attended a big, big um, thing, almost, almost a thousand um audience and a conference for his work he said grace i never got sick all i keep doing is that hydrogen peroxide so thank awesome. you for everything i'll pass it on to roy that's awesome so i do want people to know too in the shots in the development of the shots for covid there's actually a substance that the creators and researchers who designed the shots use it's called snake venom phosphodiesterase most of the world just doesn't know this uh, they use snake venom in vaccine and gene therapy, all gene therapies. They use venoms to cut open your cells and expose your DNA and RNA. They know that venoms destroy genetic material. So they're trying to profess to you. We know how to manipulate change your genetics by cutting your RNA and DNA into pieces and inserting a new genetic instruction or new gene in its place. They use snake venom phosphodiesterase to do it. The, the creators of the COVID-19 mRNA shots, Pfizer and Moderna, their name is Drew Wiseman and Catalin Carrico. They work at the University of Pennsylvania. That is published, snake venom phosphodiesterase, which is sold to these genetic vaccine manufacturers all around the world to make it. It's in every one of these shots. They disclose that there's four nutrients that destroy snake venom phosphodiesterase in a mammal. It's in their documents. It's glutathione, NAC, vitamin C, and EDTA, those four things. In fact, the number one published things for snake venom phosphodiesterase that's in these shots, it's EDTA, a heavy metal chelator, 
is a complete inhibitor and blocker of the venoms. So as we have educated people on how to release venoms using nicotine agents like patches and gums, you release the venoms, you need EDTA and hydrogen peroxide to destroy the venoms. And then you need a binder to the pieces of the spike proteins that are venom proteins. You need something to bind to their edges so your body can digest them out without symptoms or pee them out or sweat them out. That's how your body detoxes. And there's two things we recommend most often that works the best. Apple pectin powder and bentonite clay. Apple pectin powder. I can give, you, give your audiences some hope here. But when you're looking at things like nicotine, I recommend two milligram gum if you're going to do it. I prefer the patches, which is what I wear every day. I Remember, I mentioned what the study was for long hauler COVID patients. Y'all should try the seven milligram patches for six days and then stop or just continue doing it. I wear a two to three milligram patch size every day to prevent all future variants and viruses they're going to try to release on us in the world. They all target nicotine receptors. So I buy a 14 milligram patch and I cut it into six equal pieces and I wear one every day, every day. And I will forever, ever and ever and ever and ever and ever forever. They have lied to all of you. Viruses they tell you are seasonal, like the flu and coronaviruses. I did not know this. They know this. They only target nicotine receptors. I had no idea that they knew this but they lied to everybody and said they target ACE2 receptors. No, they don't. They target nicotine receptors and they know it. They're trying to deceive you. So nicotine patches to prevent and release the venoms. EDTA is a thousand milligrams a day. Hydrogen peroxide should be food grade, 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide, three to 10 drops in distilled water, six to eight ounces. Drink it once a day. I would say three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You drink it an hour before anything else in the morning, every day. So 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide in six to eight ounces of distilled water, reverse osmosis filtered water if you can do it. But drink that three to 10 drops once a day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, EDTA should be every day. Those break up and destroy the spike proteins and prevent them from causing disease and harm. And then the, the third step is to bind something to the destroyed proteins. Hydrogen peroxide and EDTA, break it up into pieces. Then you need apple pectin powder at 1,500 milligrams or bentonite clay, food-grade version. You take the clay, eighth of a teaspoon, mix it in six to eight ounces of water. Distilled water is best. And then drink it and do that every day. We are seeing miraculous results by people who have been told they never walk again, never work again, when we've used these three basic steps to restore their health. All of this is found in the research and patents of venom-based drug manufacturing and vaccine manufacturing. And it has, it has paid massive dividends when we've actually shared this information with people around the world. Nothing has created more relief from long-hauler COVID symptoms than the nicotine rep recommendations. Uh, but that is why smokers were the least, can you believe it, three and a half years later, almost four years later, smokers are less than 2% of all the people that were ever hospitalized for COVID. Isn't that incredible? This was a respiratory virus, supposedly. It wasn't, but they told you it was, and they expected 95% before the pandemic really got ramped up. They actually published 95% of all hospitalized COVID patients worldwide they expected would be smokers. And they have been shocked ever since that it's been less than 2% the whole time. So this is why the protective nature of nicotine for those people who are smokers, this is why it worked. And then shockingly, this is just... This is incredible to me. This should be 
enough warning, education, and inspiration for the future. Uh, because they're going to continue to deceive you. They have a they have a goal and an agenda here. But uh, I just want you to know that the, the nicotine is a huge plus, and I've heard nothing but great responses worldwide. It's been very rewarding that this one simple antidote, nicotine was always the antidote. Uh, I cannot tell you, I've had people report to me, even medical doctors, that they were diagnosed 100% deaf as a result of the neurological effects of COVID, told they would never hear again whose hearing was completely restored in 30 minutes of chewing one two milligram nicotine gum. These kind of reports are phenomenal and very exciting, but then it, it starts to explain for you worldwide why all the industrialized nations that are controlling the WHO and the UN and us, why it is they're so intent on reducing the supply chain to the citizens of their countries of nicotine agents. I mean, could you imagine creating a biological weapon for over 20 years, releasing it only to realize smokers were never affected? I mean, now you got to figure out how to handle that for the next one, right? How are you going to, how are you going to handle that? Cause they didn't die. And we tried to convince everybody they were going to die. Well, they didn't die. Nope. We did a great job of keeping people out of hospitals, protecting them from the protocols and then giving them the information they needed, like glutathione, vitamin D, you mentioned hydrogen peroxide, vitamin C, zinc. I mean, it's been phenomenal to watch. So, so with the nicotine patches, because everything is infiltrated and like they don't have to list all the ingredients. How do we know that there's not other toxins in that that might, might be doing some damage to us? For which one? And I'm really sorry if my, For, if my lab and, and, dies, it's at 1% and, right now. I hope it doesn't die. A, a nicotine patch. Like, how do we know that there's not some toxins in them, oh, like in the cigarettes? Great. Oh, thank you for asking. All right. So there is a brand called Rugby. You can buy it on Amazon. That is the most clean chemically. We can't find any negative chemicals in it. It's called Rugby. They make gums and patches. The second best brand is called Lucy. And just so you know, we are developing products that are going to include organic tobacco leaf as plant extracts that'll have all the synergistic components in them. None of those toxic chemicals. We're developing those right now and should have those ready in the next three months for audiences worldwide. So like we've talked about uh, like grace at the start the symbolism and we're talking about the snakes of venom like the medical industry was infiltrated over 100 years ago and what i've noticed is that on the ambulances on the hospital on the pharmacy on the veterinaries they all have the snake yeah it's all based on the cult of asclepius which is an old greek god who whose cult worshiped snakes that is what it is so uh, I would avoid the serpents. Beware of the serpents. They're showing you who they idolize. They're showing you what it is that they're focusing on. Uh, I would avoid the serpents. You know, in the Garden of Eden, God said, I'm going to put enmity between the seed of the woman, the woman and the seed of the serpent. Uh, okay, why are we injecting the serpent's genetics into us? And why are we allowing that to happen? That's what they're doing. In fact, for those of you that don't know, have you heard of CRISPR technology? CRISPR technology is the ability to delete our genes that we inherited from our parents and insert a new gene to protect you supposedly from developing heart disease, cancers, or things you might have inherited. Do you know that CRISPR technology, CRISP, C-R-I-S-P, stands for cysteine-rich secretory proteins? And do you know what those are? They're cysteine-rich snake venom proteins. CRISPs are snake venom genetics. By definition and by name, cysteine-rich snake proteins. They are injecting, and we're spending billions of dollars 
investigating and developing a product that we're going to sell humans that we can delete your God-given human genes and insert the serpent's genes in its place. That is CRISPR technology. That is mRNA technology. It's all about converting our genetics to mimic more of what serpents create, which is venom. It's the only thing we don't make that they make. And it's pretty evil in my opinion. When In the Watch the Water documentary, I said, uh, this is way more evil than you guys realize. And when you look at that Time Magazine cover, you realize this is the future of pharmacia. It is to destroy us physically inside using venoms.